Welcome to the second episode of the Shard Wrestling Podcast and uh, I just got finished watching Over the Limit yesterday and uh, what a fucking bad pay-per-view, what a fucking... WWE puts on a show like Extreme Rules which wasn't that bad but then put on a show like Over the Limit uh, so so Over the Limit last night was not that good well it was a Sunday night but I watched the recording and f- uh, kick things off with a People Power Battle Royal where the winner would receive a title shot later on in the pay-per-view f- uh, with the title of his choosing between the Intercontinental or the US title Christian won it it should have been called the fucking Jobbers Battle Royal or the fucking Nobody's Battle Royal because uh, apart from you know The Miz and Christian there wasn't that many big names in there uh, so Christian won it and he would go on he chose Santino Morella while he was in the ring the fight for the US belt but he ended up yeah, he would change his mind and go after Cody Rhodes and uh, that was a shame doesn't uh, doesn't really matter we'll get to that much later next up we had Jack Swagger and Dove Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston and R-Truth for the World Tag Team and this wasn't bad I thought this match was okay Ziggler as usual done a great fucking job of making everyone else look fucking good Jack Swagger uh, I think it's time for this tag team of Jack Swagger and Dolph Ziggler to go their separate ways because I think that Jack Swagger is just bringing Dolph Ziggler down by association sort of thing but anyway yeah the match was okay nothing that we haven't already saw on Raw but yeah Kofi Kingston and R-Truth held on to the titles once again next was Beth Phoenix versus Layla sucked balls sucked balls next we had the world heavyweight title Alberto Del Rio versus Chris Jericho versus Sheamus versus Randy Orton and this match sucked hard too apart from maybe the last you know two minutes of the match when they had you know, like about ten false finishes in a row but apart from that there was no uh, no uh, it sucked I'm sorry it sucked the last two minutes, you know, you had, uh, I actually thought for one moment that Chris Jericho might win it, but too many, too many, uh, too, too many breaks were, were in the case of 
you know, it happens in every field of four-way matches, you know, you know, two guys take centre of the ring and the other two guys, you know, float around outside the ring. But for fucking a while, I was saying to myself, did fucking uh, Chris Jericho and Randy Orton get shot or something? Because Seamus and Alberto Del Rio took centre stage for a good, maybe, hmm, I would say about eight, nine minutes of the match, which is a long fucking time when you think about it. And fuck did they suck whenever you know when it was just those two guys in the ring uh, doing their thing doing their thing trying to carry the match it just oh it was boring as fucking hell so that sucked Seamus holds on to his belt retains the title so next up we had The Miz versus the Funkasaurus Brutus Clay nothing that we haven't saw on Raw it was just a total filler match waste of time if you're interested uh, if you're really interested in the Funkasaurus one next was Christian versus Cody Rhodes which uh, it's strange how the fuck do you go from being cheered in the opening match to being shouted you know boring uh yeah, the crowd, the crowd uh, completely fucking went quiet during the match. They were fucking dead. Um, Christian won the IC belt, but nobody gave a shit. No one, no one, no one fucking cared. He's came back as uh, a face, where he was a heel just before he was injured about a month ago. So I really don't understand don't understand the thought process of letting people come back from injuries and turning them face or even when wrestlers you know when they're getting suspended when they got suspended as a heel coming back his faces his baby faces you know just like uh, you know like R-Truth but uh next was Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk thankfully thankfully a fucking a good match Started off really well, and it didn't. I was fucking glued to the match. It it didn't uh, bore you at any point. Early on, CM Punk done this move on Daniel Bryan, where he fucking curb stomped him right into the fucking mat, which I thought was fucking pretty good. Uh, it seemed more that it looked kind of like the Latin out and kind of do their own thing. In terms of calling the match and shit, I don't really think there was many, or there, you know, there was a big influence from a fucking old timer, fucking agent backstage, trying to tell these guys how to work because it was, well, to a certain extent, it was no fucking Ring of Honor fucking showcasing, but there was uh, pretty much more submissions than what you would usually see. Daniel Brand done a surfboard. Submission on CM Punk, and when he had him, when he had it, you know, proper applied, he started fucking pulling his neck and his back right back. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good looking move. <clears throat> he was like pulling his neck and his head back down the map while he was locked in the surfboard. That was pretty good. Um, and uh, also, if you picked it up, Chris, uh, CM Punk giving off at the fucking referee, but yeah, it was a good match, and. Uh, I pretty yeah. Uh, I've heard you know. I was on the forums and some people weren't too impressed with 
the finish of the match, and I thought it was okay. I mean, I, I mean, it makes uh, it doesn't make anybody look, you know, bad. Nobody really came out a loser in the match. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm sure you fucking do. But uh, Daniel Bryan had the yes lock up the label. Yes lock applied and. Punk rolled over to get the pin, but while uh, while CM Punk was pinning Daniel Bryan, he still had the yes lock locked in. After the pinfall for one two three, CM Punk topped out, but the count came before the top, so CM Punk retained. But he topped out just at the you know in the in the nick of time he was saved, so nobody really looks that bad. And it sh- should hopefully uh, means that their little uh, feud, whatever you want to call it, is uh, it looks like it'll go on for maybe another month or two. So then we'll had Ryback, um, fuck Ryback versus uh, Camacho, who uh, Lillian Garcia yeah, called wrong. She thought it was a Hunico or Hunusu or whoever the fuck. I don't know. I don't even know his name, so I'm not surprised that Lillian Garcia, you know, uh, Gar- Garcina. <laughs> Lillian Garcia called his fucking name wrong. Uh, Camacho versus Ryback. And Camacho was like, you know, the little dickhead out of that tag team. It's, it was just a complete filler, born, stupid, waste of time squash match from Ryback. I don't know what the fuck they're trying to do with this guy. We'll have them come out on pay-per-views for squash matches. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> no one gives a shit about him. People are chanting Goldberg during his matches. Uh, hasn't he got some big fucking ears as well? Have you seen the size of Ryback's ears? Oh, feed me more. Feed you a dick, Ryback. John Cena versus John Laurinaitis. This shouldn't have been, you know, I know it's a John Cena match and shit, but this should not have ended the pay-per-view. It was a fucking, you know, during the match, like, Cena picking up the microphone and just all the comedy spots during the match. It was just... Oh, that just fucking sucked so bad. And, like, if... If anyone remembers, uh... Bret Hart versus Vince McMahon at WrestleMania, it was... uh, For some reason, it reminded me of that. It was just bullying of an old older wrestler kind of thing. And, uh... Like, it was, uh... You know, we're all well-guessed. It was, uh... It was well-predicted that Big Show would show up and do the dirty... And double cross John Cena, or you know, and join forces with Lauren Ellis to get his job back, and that's exactly it looks like exactly what has happened. So, yeah, that fucking sucked, sucked big time. Um, I'm yet to see Raw again. I've got it recorded. I'm going to watch Raw tonight. But fuck me, man, what a bad pay per view. One of the worst pay per views I've watched in a, in a while, and. Uh, I don't know how WWE can go from putting on a show like Extreme Rules and be able to try to present this fucking mess of a pay-per-view to people and expect people to fucking pay money for it. It's fucking ridiculous. 
not that I condone it, but I'm fucking glad I didn't pay for that shit. It was a fucking poor excuse for a pay-per-view. It sucked fucking balls, and uh, it was fucking very... Oh, it, it's like a show that TNA would put on, you know? Booking ways, it, it fucking sucked ass. So Lillian Garcia fucked up a right lot of the ring announcements uh, for the introductions for the matches and stuff. Everyone has a bad day. I suppose with the money that, you know, Lillian Garcia is getting paid and shit, really, you know, they they should have their fucking profession down. Yeah, fine art. But uh, she fucked up a couple of times. Apparently she had a fallout with Justin Roberts at ringside during the Cody Rhodes and Christian match. Apparently. And later on, during the Ryback match, Michael Cole took it upon himself to rip the shit out of Lillian Garcia and say that she was doing a bad job and shit. And I think Michael Cole's one to talk. Every week on Raw... On Smackdown, he kind of fucks up in terms of calling moves, uh, you know, history ways. He's, I don't know, he's got his fucking computer in front of him and shit. But someone that doesn't know the difference between a DDT and a Bulldog needs to go back to school, in my opinion. So, I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't like Michael Cole. Michael Cole's yeah well, I'm not I'm not saying that I like him or don't like him kind of thing he's just Michael Cole but he needs to shut the fuck up in, in those terms because you know everybody makes mistakes and Michael Cole should know that no worse than Jerry the King Lawler <clears throat> Jerry the King Lawler uh, when he isn't eyeballing up fucking children he can call some bad uh, spots as well so everybody makes mistakes fucking give her a break I'm sure she was just so fucking disgusted at the pay-per-view as well she was just like alright I don't give a shit either I'm gonna uh, botch this up as well if if the story uh, line readers and if no one else gives a shit about this pay-per-view why should I (laughs) so yeah give her a break shit so anyway on a different topic on the on yesterday's show the debut show uh, which is <laughs> I'll listen back to that debut show and it's fucking bad this isn't going to be any better but uh, I spoke about jobs and how I'm hunting for a job and I have got an interview to attend today it is 25 past 11 in the fucking morning. I'm recording this podcast. And I have to be in town for 2 o'clock. To attend an interview for, wait till you hear this fucking job. 
it's glass fitting, like glass fitting on the doors and window frames and shit. Something that I didn't want to do when I was younger, but <laughs> job's a job, as I say. So if you wanna wish me luck, don't fucking bother because I'm sure I, uh, I'm sure they're just looking a fucking monkey to do this work. So hopefully I get it. It's not very nice, you know, living off redundancy money that isn't going to last that long. I worked at Idis should do about three months, another three months, so I'm, really I need to get employed as soon as fucking possible. So hopefully it goes well, I'll be leaving pretty soon. And after I wrap up this podcast I suppose I could start heading down. But I think when I get down there and, you know, they sit me down and say, okay, uh, okay, Mr. Sod Wrestling Fan, what is, what are your hobbies? I'm going to, you know, turn around and say, well, I do like wrestling, but, you know, don't think I'm gay or anything. Uh, yeah, I do like wrestling, but fuck me, I watched Over the Limit and I'm starting to reevaluate my hobbies because that shit sucked fucking balls sir and hopefully he'll give me a job on that on those bases on that basis because he knows that I'm fucking honest um but never mind all that shit hopefully hopefully it goes well hopefully it goes fucking well so people who've already saw Raw was Raw any better than Over the Limit because I'm going to have to watch that shit when I get home. Uh, I think I'll make something to eat, put on raw, and see how see how they try to recover from that fucking debacle. It's going to be pretty interesting when the buy rate comes in for Over the Limit as well. Because I'm sure it didn't fucking smash any records with putting on uh, Mr. Laurinaitis as the big, the main event, the most advertised match of the night, and, you know, I don't, I, I kind of like John Laurinaitis' character, I know, I know people fucking, oh, you're what, <laughs> fuck this show, but, you know, he, he does his job, you know, he gets heat, in the terms of, you know, Vicky Guerrero also does her job very well, I believe, the heat that they're both generating you know they're it's they're doing what they get paid to do and I know John Laurinaitis can really fuck up in terms of you know uh, on the mic you know he botches pretty much every every time he grabs a mic he's gonna fuck up in some shape or form but I find that shit funny I don't think he's a bad character he's tolerable and no, it's, I'm not saying that the fucking world's going to be a worse place the day he decides to take himself off TV and go back to what he does. But in essence, he isn't a he isn't a bad character, you know. But at the same time, why the fuck they decided the why Triple fucking H or whoever fucking else decided to put John Laurinaitis in the main event of a pay per view one month after having Brock Lesnar? 
in the main event of a pay-per-view is fucking just baffling. It is fucking... It's mind-boggling. Yeah, what what was what was the thought process there? You know what I mean. For it's, it's such a contrast when you watch the Brock Lesnar versus Cena match. The fucking you know the the fucking pure violence and physicality of that match, and then you see the main event of Over the Limit, which was a fucking comedy spot match. You know, it it just doesn't make sense. It's baffling, it is fucking baffling and if you know my girlfriend would every now and then you know if uh, she would sometimes watch the pay-per-view you know if she's got fuck all else to do and she was watching she watched Brock Lesnar versus John Cena, now remember that she isn't she isn't a hardcore fan like you know, like someone that's going to listen to a fucking maybe a wrestling podcast, maybe or you know, she she does she doesn't follow it, but like she she still has her favorites, like everyone else, you know. But she doesn't go out of her way to watch uh, a weekly show or you know a pay per view if it's on, it's on. And she watched the Brock versus Cena match with myself, and she, she says she says to me, "This shit's uncomfortable to watch." This is fucking hard to watch, and I was like, "Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be." You know, this is good. This is, this is. I know it's hard to watch, but you can't keep your fucking eyes off it. You know, this is fucking. This is good. John Cena's getting his fucking ass handed them, getting his fuck kicked in, and like she enjoyed the pay per view. She enjoyed Cena versus Lesnar for what it was. You know, she she was kind of like it's like a fucking train wreck. You know, you can't keep your eyes off it, and then. Um, she was, yeah, passing, she was passing through, <laughs> well, she was sitting, uh, for the John Laurinaitis versus John Cena match, and just going, what the fuck is this, you know, and that's a casual fan, and uh, I just had to agree with it, and you try to get defensive, you know, you you try to fucking justify your, why you're watching this piss, and you're like, uh, well, uh, and there's nothing you can say. It's just like, yeah, I know this is fucking balls. I apologize for this. I apologize for being the fucking idiot that's... Pay- well, I didn't pay for it. I'm sorry for being the idiot that watches this shit. You know? It's three hours of my life that I'll never get back. But it's just a pu- it's a very good example of how a casual fan or just any anybody really is going to look at this fucking... Uh, pay-per-view and draw, draw the contrast because it fucking sucked and I'm sorry to go on about it but at the end of the day it, right, fair enough didn't pay for the pay-per-view but I still give money to fucking WWE and fucking other ways you know I pay I pay essentially you know as a fan you know for books and DVDs uh, t-shirts and shit so it's fucking extremely extremely disappointing I hope I'm looking forward to see the damage control done on Raw whenever I get back from this job interview. Because they better do a fucking good job at it, man. They have to do a good job at it because the guys at the back, you know, Vince, whoever else, will fucking need to understand. Uh, They have to understand. There's no burying your head in the sun over this one. Dudes, (laughs) that show licked my foreskin. It was fucking horrible. You are listening to the Wrestling Podcast 
Okay, folks, and I think that ought to wrap it up for this episode of the Sad Wrestling Fan Podcast. Yep, it was sad, it sucked. Thanks very much. Over the limit. Fucking. Ah. Before I go, I'd like to give a shout out to another podcast. Two guys that run a podcast that really got me interested in, you know, trying to do my own show. Not that it's ever going to be as fucking good, but it's not a competition, is it? It's free choice. Um, two guys called Joey and Mish of the Wrestling Soup. Really fucking funny podcast. Um, I'm usually sad and depressed, but those two guys cheer me up. Um, so check out the Wrestling Soup, WrestlingSoup.com. Check out their podcast. It's really, really fucking good. Um, what else now? Yep, you can email the show, SodWrestlingFan at mail.com. Check us out on Facebook, which, which, uh, yeah, I want to talk about Facebook for a moment, actually. There isn't a fucking soul there. There isn't a soul there. Fucking one episode and I was expecting thousands of people, but no, there's nobody. <laughs> so, fucking get on over there and talk shit. Uh, I don't expect it to happen straight away. But, one day I will turn that on and there will be hundreds. There will be hundreds. Maybe. Hopefully. And the homepage sucks balls at the minute because I haven't been able to purchase the domain yet. I don't want to commit to the domain yet until, you know, there's more fucking... uh, Get a little bit of popularity going, a little more listeners. So at the minute, the homepage sucks balls. It's sodwrestlingfan.weebly. Dot com. Yep. I had to saddle up with one of those fucking sites because I don't know how to set up websites and shit. So it's sad wrestling fan dot weebly. W-E-E-B-L-Y. Yeah, that's it. Dot com. So check that out there. The past episodes will be up to download as MP3 and all that shit. If you're not in the feeds and shit. So, yep, that's about it. I'm going to go and get ready for this job interview and hopefully it goes well. So that'll do. Peace out and suck my balls. Thanks very much for listening. It's the Sad Wrestling Fan.